With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hello and welcome. It's our number three, our number three, Ben Maller radio program repackaged in the podcast format with limited commercial interruption. And this hour, we parse the words of an unnamed NBA general manager who is upset with the player empowerment movement, said it's the worst thing that has happened to professional sports. We'll parse those words right now. Here it is, our number three. The worst thing ever. Very dramatic, I would agree with that statement. It is the worst thing ever. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we watch the world go by. Coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from under the moonlight, camouflaged by the darkness, the Fox Sports Radio Studios. Hope all is well from uh, your end of things. We're all good over here. So our lead this hour coming from the balance of power in sport. It's a basketball story, but it's really more than a basketball story. Now, it's not about a particular playoff game. We're not going to rehash the Lakers' demise and the Suns that went away from advancing to the second round or the Nets advancing or even Damian Lillard's 55-point game, double nickels and a loss. We're not going to talk about that either. This conversation is about NBA players versus management. A battle we all have in any profession, you know, the employee versus the employer and headline NBA players, though, in particular, that have taken a chokehold over where they end up and how they get there, and they've got all the power. We've seen that a lot over the last 10 years in particular. Now, it's always been 
that way to one degree or another in the modern era of free agency. But typically, it was only when you got to free agency that you could do that. Now, it doesn't matter. The contracts are void. They're irrelevant. The players often make more money from endorsements than they do from the teams that pay them. It's one of the downsides of the salary cap. And some are pushing back. There were some comments which I thought were interesting. I wanted to talk about them with you from a high-ranking executive on this topic of, of conversation. So if you didn't see it, let me give you the, the truncated version here. Squeeze it together. So player empowerment, this is a quote, player empowerment is a catch-all for the fact that the league has, you're talking about the NBA here, the league has done a terrible job of empowering teams. This is according to a current NBA general manager that was not named, made these comments incognito, but not Richie Incognito, and this NBA general manager complaining to the New Yorker. But wait, there's more. Quote, the players have all the leverage. In every situation, the GM moaned, I think it's the worst thing that ever happened to professional sports on all levels. Close quote. The money quote is that last line. I think it's the worst thing that ever happened to professional sports on all levels. Like this is a Greek tragedy. Uh, So let's parse the words. Uh, Let's parse the words of this undercover executive with a lampshade on their head. And we discuss. So the question, does this unanimous NBA general manager have a right to be upset? If you were an NBA executive and you were in charge, would you be happy or unhappy with the way the league is operated these days? And if you are honest with yourself and you look at this objectively, if you were an executive in the NBA and your job was to build a team, you would be in total agreement with whoever this unanimous GM was. So I am nodding my head in agreement. So I've got chauffeurs, wrecking ball, and gumption. And we will connect all these things together like Legos. Now, first of all, if if you've been around the sport of basketball for a long time, and I don't know which GM this is, we can... We can play a speculation game and try to figure out which GM it is. And this was in the New Yorker. And we can look at the writer and see who that writer had, in what cities that writer's been in. And it's likely some general manager that had a connection with said writer. That's normally how these things work. Uh, But I didn't do that. uh, So we don't know the name of the GM. But if you've been around, the point is still the same. If you've been around for a long time, You have seen a sea change. The dynamic is different. And I can certainly see both sides. I I, I see both sides, and uh, believe it or not, I am not against the players having power and all that stuff. Um, But if it's too much on one side, it's a problem. If you take three steps back and consider yourself an executive, you got a nice corner office. You're making a lot of money. You don't have to worry about scoring points. You don't have to worry about staying in shape. You just have to select the right player in the draft and not screw up the trade market. But if you were that executive, you would be bug-eyed thinking about the way things have become compared to the way things were. Executives now in the NBA are mostly glorified chauffeurs. Their job is to accommodate the superstar player and drive them to the teams they would like to play for. It's kind of like that Drake song, wants and needs. Whatever the wants and needs are of the players must be accommodated by the executives. Right? You're going to get it if you're a big enough name in the NBA, but only the headliner, the rank and file of the NBA can't do that. We're talking about a very small percentage of players. But in that sport, for better... dynamic. You have a couple of superstars, you're a contender. You can have a bunch of good players, you can win some regular season games, but it's a whole different world when you've got the megastars. Uh, Now, secondly, uh, my argument is there has to be some balance. Like We are talking about a high-stakes game of of tug-of-war. It's tug-of-war, right? For years, management had too much control, 
and they had too much power. But now the pendulum has swung too far in, in the other direction. It's kind of like my mom used to tell me. I didn't listen to her because I was fat, but moderation. She used to say, Ben, everything in moderation, Ben. What are you doing? You don't need to eat all those Pop-Tarts. Everything in moderation. It's like I love banana cream pie. I think it's the perfect pie. Can't A well-done banana cream pie is the perfect pie. But eating banana cream pie, if I eat it all the time and I eat too much of it, I get sick of it. Right? And superstar players have become... The wrecking ball. Is that overly dramatic? Uh, They can snap their fingers and get coaches fired in the NBA. Randomly, they wake up one morning and choose not to play for their team anymore because they're not happy, and they get away with that. Or they say, you know what? I only want to play in L.A. or Miami. Or I want to play in, dare I say, New York. No one, uh, Brooklyn, but not Manhattan. But the players can literally and figuratively quit in the middle of a contract. But still get paid, still get paid, and get what they want. All right, so what's what's the point of the contracts? And it, it's a two-way street, though. I mean, because this guy's complaining. I don't know who this is. This uh, this bozo's complaining. You know, it's the worst thing it's you know, ever happened to professional sports. But it takes two to tango. To get to this point, the executives in that business had to bend over backwards and, and be very uh, flexible, shall we say, with the executives. And now they've done that so often, it is now how it's supposed to be. Like, that's the expectation. And so it is a whole different world than it has been in the past. Now, secondly, uh, you know, you, you mentioned uh, the, the situation with the superstar 1% players, right? The 1% players who control everything. And it seems like there's a, there's a bigger list. Like it, it used to be like the top maybe four or five guys, but I feel like we're at the top ten now. I think we're at the top ten players can do whatever they want. All right, final thought here. So the issue here is not so much player empowerment as it is employees have who's always the the expectation from the working class has always been, hey, I'm going to gain as much as I can. All right, I'm going to push the envelope as far as I can push the envelope, and the executives, at some point, what happened here, my theory is, my hypothesis is they were caught sleeping. You, know, it's, you could say it started with LeBron and bending over backwards for LeBron James, becoming a contortionist for LeBron. But it likely started before that. You, know, you, you, can, you can trace it back probably even further than that. But LeBron was like the, the big change. That was the point of demarcation. And from that point forward, People have started caving in to the demands of the star players, and it it used to be that players would demand a trade and refuse to play, and that player would be suspended, uh, and that player would be fined, and it would get ugly, and it would be bad. And now there's a lack of gumption, and a lot of the executives just like, well, we, we, what are we going to do? They, they throw their hands up in the air. I don't know what to do. All googly-eyed, they don't know what to do. Uh, it is an accepted truth, right? If you give someone an inch, they will take a mile. Overall, when you do a cost-benefit analysis, while it's great for the superstar players, it's certainly not great for the other players. And is it really good for basketball or is it bad for basketball? Well, the ratings have gone down in the NBA, and you're better off following a player than a team. And maybe that's fine. Maybe you should just follow players and don't really care about the teams. And if you're a LeBron James fan, you were a Heat fan for a while, you were obviously a Cavs fan, now you're a Laker fan, and when LeBron's kid gets drafted, you'll be an Orlando Magic fan or a Charlotte Hornets fan or an Oklahoma City Thunder fan, uh, wherever LeBron goes next. And, And the rivalry thing, that's also gonzo. Like the, the rival, I mean, there's people that don't like each other in the NBA, but the really us against them, you can't have the us against them when you don't really care what uniform you're wearing because it's, it's all interchangeable. It's, hey, I work for the NBA, and they have 30 businesses in the NBA, and I can, work to, I can go to one franchise to another, and it doesn't matter, and everyone's buddy-buddy, and it's all grab-ass, and you fraternize with everybody. So is there really that big, bad blood rivalry? I'm going no. I'm going no on that. 
All right, here's the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to join us, we'll take some calls here. We'll try to take a few more calls than we have so far. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369 as we sit here in the darkened studio and debunk the myths of sports. That's, uh, that's all we're doing, unless we're not. Uh, we'll take your calls. 877-99 on Fox. Also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller if you'd like to be part of the program. And we will check in on the dash cam video. Let's go to the dash cam. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cotto Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Control to Ben Mallow. Everyone loves the donkey, and I like being the donkey. Fox Control to Ben Mallow. I love losers. I'm a fan of losers. Check your outlets and now put your headphones on. Listen up, Mallard Militia. The Ben Mallard Show is the show of the people, by the people, for the people. Join the movement and follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Mallard. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most funny sound bites of the Ben Mallard Show. Also, he's the keeper of the dump button when you guys say something naughty that can't go out over the air and generally makes the show sound smooth. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. And live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And thanks to Jay Scoop and Just Josh, that's Just Josh singing. A Maller original tune. We'll have the talent show sometime in July, right around the Major League Baseball All-Star break. Back at its normal time, the talent show. We look forward to that. I understand Raz, who quit the band, is preparing a song that Eddie can play on his podcast. Here, an Eddie Garcia song. Well, I, I actually did win a, a bet with Raz over the the Vegas uh, Minnesota hockey series. So, oh, is that why he's writing the song? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we have to play it on the air then. We have to play it on the air there. Uh, Raz said that he hates who? the the. The vagrant so much from Miami when he calls up and begs for money, Gmail me money, that he turns the show off. He's that upset by that guy calling up just begging for money. So point that out. We like Raz. We hope he doesn't turn the show off. Rod, the ambassador of Bakersfield, writes in and says, you're you're on fire, Ben. Three for three on the monologues. Well, thank you. Am I like on NBA Jam? On fire? The iconic video game? He's heating up. He's on fire. Uh, what else do we have here? Let's see. Page down here. Uh, the Bills Monster has. Did you see this? The, the Bills Monster has started a change.org account. He's started a thing on change.org. I, the link he sent is not right, but I think he's the guy that start, sent me a link the other day. To, they're, they're campaigning to get Jonas on the morning show. Did you see this, Eddie? There's I a, did see that, yeah. 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 I don't. How many people have signed up though? It's not the link he sent isn't working there. I don't know how many people have have joined that. Uh, that mo- is there a movement to get uh, Jonas? I don't know. The morning show's opened up now. Clay Travis has left the network. He's going to replace Rush Limbaugh. But that. Uh, let's see here. Can't read that one on the air. Uh, we'll skip over that. And Maller Prop Guy says, uh, "Why does LeBron seem to be having a tough May and June?" And it's uh, Ben Maller's Astro-Illogical Insights. There you go. Oh, look at that. that Maller prop guy is very good with the graphics and all that. He puts all that together, does a good job. Alf the Alien Opiner says, Ben, outside of hockey and maybe football, all of these guys are always playing grab ass and canoodling with each other. I miss the good old days. Of sports rivalry. Now a guy gets a base hit and he's joking and laughing with the first baseman. That does happen quite a bit. They like each other quite a bit. Uh, JD in Boston says, "Hey guys, will you all come visit Boston and we can uh, go to the to a game in town and have dinner on the North End? My treat. There you go. I'd love to. I love going to Boston. I uh, haven't been there. Uh, didn't go last year. Haven't been anywhere." So. We'll have to do that at some point. All right, we'll take some phone calls now. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. And let's say hello to Chris in Houston. Hello, Christopher. For watching them Lakers go down like that was just a masterpiece, I tell you. But you know know what's going to be a better masterpiece? When Luka takes out them Clippers. 
Oh, this show is going to go uh, off the rail. I, I, I just can't I wait. It's going to be you, wonderful. I, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. Are you, have you been massaging Lucas' neck over the last oh, few yeah, days? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I, I, I called Deshaun, too, man. I called Deshaun. I had to get Deshaun in and, you know, help out. You know, well, the, Deshaun knows, knows every kid. he knows every masseuse in Texas, California, and Georgia. Apparently, he's been very busy. Well, I tell you, Ben, but you know, I really called about you know, Naomi Osaka and yep. these sensitive and the sensitive athletes. I'm so sick of this sensitive. I'm this new age athlete is just so sensitive. Everything's a problem. Like, come on, woman. Like, we don't even. I don't even watch her. You're not Serena. She's not Serena. She's not hitting girls with the tennis ball, making them scream. You know what I'm saying? Like, Tiger Woods was, you, you wanted to watch Tiger Woods because he could hit, take a par four or a par five and make it into a par, look like a par three. You know, Serena Williams outpowered the women. You literally seen her when she used to play doubles. You remember when she played doubles with her sister? And she would hit the chick with the ball. He's like, oh, he's like, man, that was that was masterpiece, man. That's yeah. that's what you want to see. I mean, but you don't want to see no chicks out there just playing basic tennis. And you know, I mean, unless you're looking for well, it's not even it's not even like a uh, like a tennis story though. It's just like you know, certain jobs have things you have to do, and you, there's crap that you don't like to do. You. You work at a grocery store. I'm sure there's stuff that you do not want to do, Chris, that you have to do because it goes with the job, right? You have to do yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. you got to do what you got to do. And I mean, taking taking questions and, and you being physical. I knew she was sensitive when she won our first major and she was crying over something that wasn't even part of the, the major. It was something else. Yeah. Like she was just too, it wasn't cut out well, for her. Well, I'm not a racket head, so I'm not, you know, I watch tennis occasionally. Uh, okay. I, I've never I heard. I've never heard of the tennis media being like a bulldog media. You know, it's yeah. like I. I've never heard. Maybe they are. I, I don't know. Maybe they're very hard on the athletes. But I've never heard such things. I may, maybe she can join the WNBA and nobody watches her then. Then you know, <laughs> you know, they never get any questions. This should be whining. Nobody wants to talk to well, me. Well, yeah, then, then it's 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 really great because it's it's kind of like that that trope about celebrities, right? Everyone really wants to get famous, and then when the people get famous, they all live behind these huge gates and they go out. They have sunglasses on and and you know security to protect them from the unwashed. But but they really want to be famous, and then when they get famous, they suddenly like oh, I don't know. You remember that uh, uh, documentary, Fake Famous, what happened? Them two oh, guys, yeah, that was guy, great. He was like, oh, yeah. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it, man. I don't want to be fake. I don't, if this takes to be, come on, man. If you want to be famous, you got to take the good with the bad. And yeah. it's, a, it's bad is going to be said a lot more. You're going to hear a lot more bad than good. But who cares? You got the money. They don't. Move on. You well, that was a good documentary, Fake Famous. That was, I enjoyed that. That was about the, the, the guy, some New York Times writer, he got a, three random people, and he uh, it's still on. I think you still watch it, but he, uh, he put these three people and just he bought fake followers for, for them on Instagram, and like one of them became uh, somewhat you know, internet famous. Hey, she was gung-ho, and the other guys yeah. were like, I can't do this. This is too much. Like, dude, do you understand being famous is a lot of work? It takes a lot of yeah. work. Now, and, I know and it's also fake. I mean, a lot of it is fake. Uh, you know, let's be honest about it. A lot of it is fake. It's creating a persona, and that's what it is. And, you know, yeah, so. You know how it is. But, hey, you know, when the Clippers lose, I'll be calling back. So he, 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 well, I, I guess we won't I, talk. You know. We won't talk in a while because it's hip to clip, baby. The good ship clip. <laughs> Charles Barkley hit that button. He is guaranteed the balloons came down. Barkley put a stamp of approval on the Clips. They will not lose another game, according to Sir Charles. So, Well, uh, hey, good luck. <laughs> All right, thank you. Enjoy the Rockets game. When are they playing? All right, thank you. Uh, let's keep it going here. Let's say hello to Craig, who is next up in Florida. Hello, Craig. Well, that would be Greg, but I'll take the Craig. Hey, well, Craig I'm, or Greg, and you say Craig, <laughs> I say Greg, and the whole world goes round. I hear you, brother. I want to cash in a golden ticket that I stole a couple of months ago by having no knowledge and making unbelievable guesses. Congratulations. You're supposed to say Thank that you. when I scream no, no, no. call. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You are actually supposed to say that when you call up, but the fact that you just want to use it without actually using it properly, I respect that. Yeah. Well, I want to be unvarnished and I want to be transparent. Listen, as far as LeBron James goes, I've got one word, soft. It's softness is what he is because he portray portrays this 
strength that whoever gets his ear and he just is like a puppet. He babbles it out. The biggest mistake you can do in any professional sport is take a side in politics. What, what are you thinking? That is the dumbest thing. It, 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 you never win. You always lose. You keep that private because people want to be entertained. They don't want to be taught a lesson by well, a high well, school graduate, well, for crying well, out loud. Well, I mean, that, see, the thing, though, is that in Le- LeBron is so insulated that it, to him, it's like the people around him are like, keep going, LeBron. You know, say this. We well, love when I'm you say you. this stuff. So, yeah. I'm with you, but did Larry Bird do that? Did Magic Johnson do that? Of course, because they're intelligent, because they're not soft. Listen, well, but but LeBron—it's not like LeBron's not making money. I mean, the argument like Jordan never said anything controversial and made a ton of money and owns an NBA team. He's smart. Team. He's smart. Okay, I, he's listen, a smart man. I, I prefer that too. But LeBron—it's not like LeBron's hurting and he's—you know—he's in the poorhouse. He's still making a lot of money. The companies are still throwing money at him. Sure, because they're—they're they're allowing it. It's—it's it's amazing. We just—but what's happening though? NBA's losing viewers because listen, we don't want to hear that nonsense. We don't want to watch you. Get back well, the ratings the are and, down. The know, ratings are down. And, in the and, and and that's and that's a good thing because listen, you you shouldn't be able to just stay, spout out whatever you want that's ridiculous and think that hey, everybody's still going to love you. It, 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 it it's 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 kind of sad to be yeah. honest with you, but that's I, that's what I have to say on that. I have some no, other I things agree. to say, but I got my blood spoiling. Okay. Golden well, ticket. Golden ticket. I thank you. Uh, real quick, so I I wanted to go to the dash uh, dashboard video. Uh, the video has been picked up here from this is way back in February when Tony Larusa was popped, the White Sox manager for DUI, and they they had the WGN News in Chicago obtained the dash cam footage of that night and they released the video on their social media channels and you can check the video out for yourself some of the highlights here Larusa uh he was asked if he had any drinks that night he replied no which is, of course you always say no when you're asked if you've had you know a few drinks you say no he then said he was in the, he was with the Angels he says he's a Hall of Famer we knew that part but the part that we didn't know at one point in the dash cam video of Larusa's arrest there for driving under the influence he tried to smell his own breath to see how much alcohol they would likely smell on him. Like he was doing a, a preemptive uh, you know, breath test to see, to see, can I smell the alcohol on my breath? Am I going to end up in uh, trouble? Now, the White Sox, have, uh, after a little rough patch, uh, they, they're playing pretty well, and they've been one of the top teams in baseball this year, and they're in the catbird seat in the American League Central, but... More awkward video. There have been some really awkward uh, videos with Larusa in them. A couple of them. He was uh, popped back in 07, I think it was. I think it was 07, something like that. In Florida during spring training, he got, got in some trouble for that driving under the influence. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? 
And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ben, uh, you may have talked about this uh, on Memorial Day, so if so, we can we can call an audible to something else. But I did see this on our news feed that we send out a couple of times. Yes, the a day. FSR news feed, the news yeah. department. This is kind of updating everyone on you know, sports headlines throughout the day. Yeah, uh, and of course we have a big following on K Fan up there in the Twin Cities. Uh, so the yes, St. Paul Pioneer Press reporting that potential new owner of the Timberwolves, Alex Rodriguez, wants to move the team to Seattle. Uh, have you heard this? What do you think? Well, about I mean, you know, I don't need the media in, in Minnesota to say that. Uh, we've been saying it all along. The the Timberwolves. Yeah. Well, I said it. I've done two A Rod monologues on him buying the T Wolves, Eddie, and everyone was he's going to move the team. You know, oh, you're okay. not going to you know admit it, but you you ha- you work behind back channels because that's how you get the most money. If you want all the goodies, you have to go to some other city, and then the taxpayers of that city or some big corporation will pay and bankroll everything. You know, an A Rod could be like, "Hey, look, I played for the Mariners, and I'm coming back, and I, you know, I, you you loved me in Seattle, and now here I am." Well, look, the, I'm, I'm sure there are plenty of people in the Twin Cities who'd be like, you know, good riddance, you know, like you know, take the Twins with you or something like that, but some kind of joke. But I mean, as far as sports markets, uh, I mean, I love Seattle as a city, but is that really a, a huge move to uh, take the Timberwolves? Are they going to embrace the Timberwolves in Seattle? 
Well, no, they'll change the name and call them the Sonics. I thought Oklahoma City owns that name. Doesn't matter. I don't care what if do they own mean? the name. What do you mean it doesn't matter? The commissioner matter? ought to grow some balls and, and bring the wow. Sonic name to Seattle. That's a they Seattle Sonics. They don't have balls. They're the on Sonics, planet. Eddie. Yeah, the space aliens. They Who cares about the Thunder? Balls. They can have all the records they want. I don't care about that. But they, it's like when the NBA came back to Charlotte and then they brought back the Hornets after they had the Bobcats and that whole thing, that whole episode, and they flipped the teams around and they brought the, they brought the Charlotte Hornets name back. And the Hornets, if you look at the Hornets history in Charlotte compared to the Supersonics in Seattle, it's not even close. So well, but I th- I think the New Orleans team changed its name so they didn't. I don't know. I guess they uh, released yeah the, the Pelicans. Name. You it's never want to get into a fight with a Pelican. No, that's for sure. I certainly wouldn't. You do don't. That. No, look, I don't, I I don't know why the, the the folks that own the Thunder want to hold on to that name. I would definitely because they're evil oil barons. Well, maybe that's I why mean, they they do. They're claim robber that barons, their history, right? When you talk about like franchise records and stuff like that, they well, do they were, remember, remember when they bought the Sonics. When, I re- I recall. Working here, Eddie, and when the guys from Oklahoma, the oil guys, bought the Sonics. Yeah, they lied through their teeth. They said they weren't going to move the team and the whole thing, and then there's an email chain of them talking about doing exactly that and moving the team and the whole thing, and yeah. Now, I did hear that A-Rod might bring in Kevin Garnett, and he could like have a high-ranking position in Minnesota, but who cares? They're still going to eventually rep- move that, the team. That same report says that Kevin Garnett does not want to be a part of moving the team, though. He wants to keep them in Seattle or uh, Minnesota. In Minnesota. Yeah, he wanted to buy the team, but he couldn't. He didn't have enough, I guess, rich friends. The A-Rod had a richer friend. So there you go. It's, it's like the, the way the story was, A-Rod and this other guy are only going to get – they're going to get like 27% of the Timberwolves in 2021 – and then they're going to buy the rest of the team over 2022 and 2023. So it's going to be spread out over a number of years. All right, thank you for that, Eddie. It is the Ben Maller Show. This portion of the program made possible by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. It's another Ben Maller game. We've endured too many of these. Is it too much or not enough? Enough already. Let's welcome in our contestant from the great city of Houston, where they used to have an NBA team. I remember back in the day, Mike in Houston. What's going on, Mike? Go Stros. (laughs) Boo. (laughs) F.L. Tuve. F.L. Tuve. All right, welcome in here. What you got going on there, Mike, in Houston? What kind of work do you have going on? I just got off work. I bartend. Yeah? Are the, the yeah. bars open and people tipping and out having a good time and all that? Yeah, full, full capacity out here in Texas. Nice. You're living your best life, right? You're living your best life. Good Loving life. Are people tipping you? Are they giving you the big tips and all that? And uh, Absolutely. All right, good. What's the most popular drink at your bar? Uh, shoot, crowning cokes, uh, uh, shots. I mean, a lot of shots. A lot, a lot of, of shots. shots. A lot of <laughs> sh- more shots than the Rockets are putting up these days. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, yeah. hey, in three years, in three years, three or four years, it'll be a different story. Just mark yes. my words. I know. You just wait. Those lottery picks. Once those lottery picks come through, I know. Yeah, All right. right. Yeah, yeah I've, I said that when I was uh, Clippers in the uh, 80s and 90s. I said the same thing. All right. Anyway, uh, good luck, uh, Mike. Here we go. Uh, no, no, I forget about that. All right, here we go. Now, they had some good, Elton Brand, they had, uh, they had some good years there in the early, you know, yeah. mid part of that. Anyway, uh, there are now only five players in NBA history with more 30-point triple-doubles in the playoffs than James Harden, who used to play in Houston. Is that too much or not enough? I'm going to say not enough. All right, let's find out. No, it's actually too much. There are only three players that have had more than Harden. LeBron, Oscar Robertson, and Russell Westbrook. All right, you got to get the three right. You're 0 for 1. Question number two, Trey Young of Atlanta is the third player ever to lead his team in points and assists in each of his first four career playoff games. Is that too much or not enough? I'm going to say too much. Okay, he's going too much. Let's find out. Mike in Houston. That's correct. Good job. Young is only the second player to do it, joining 
old piston legend Dave Bing. Bing! From back in the day. Question number three. Jacob deGrom lowered his ERA to 0.71. It has been 40 years since any qualified pitcher had a lower ERA through the end of May. Is that too much or not enough for the ace of the Metropolitans? I'm going to say too much. Okay, going too much again. Let's find out. This is the key. The third question, very important. No, not enough. It had been, uh, it's been 57 years. Someone named Chris Short. I don't know who that is in the 60s, mm-hmm. 19, 1964. All right, question number four. You got to get these last two right here, Mike, to win the game. Here we go. You're up against it. Think of this as an elimination game. Chris Paul now has four career playoff games with at least nine assists and no turnovers. Is that too much or not enough for CP3? Too much. Are you sure you want to do that? Yes. Okay. Go Strokes. All right. Let's find out. No! Go Strokes! No, no, I, I would normally try to you know, help you out a little bit, but that Astro <laughs> propaganda. I'm sorry, Mike. You know, I'm a, I'm mo- I got to be morally pure. I can't help you out. I'm sorry about that. But uh, listen, you're a good sport. We'll give you a nice parting gift, a lifetime supply of nothing. So if you want nothing, call us up. We'll give you nothing, and we'll send you nothing. And you know, we'll give you a trip to nowhere. So if you want to go nowhere, the Ben Maller Show will send you nowhere. Okay? Take it easy, brother. Love the show. All right. Be good, Mike. Glad the bars are back. We miss you bartenders. It's been you know, tough the last last year. A lot of this show is dependent on the bartenders. Getting off work late, listen to the show. Winding down. We have cooking with Roberto. What are we making today, Roberto? Favorite famous dish, bistec encebollado, or in English, steak and onions, baby. Steak and onions, an old classic. Yeah. We'll get to it. and we uh, Sounds good to me, and we'll do it next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Most are unable to lend an ear to the Ben Maller Show all night long, but with podcasting, you can get caught up on unique show moments that you might have missed. The Ben Maller Show podcast is available on iHeart and wherever you get your podcasts. It's a piece of cake and upsets the corporate guys. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. It is time now for Cooking with Roberto. Into the kitchen we go. He didn't need to go to some culinary institute. He's a self-made man. He rolled up his sleeves in the kitchen, learned family recipes, and he shares them with you every single week, Cooking with Roberto. Damn right, big man. Really quick. Thanks. Thank you for that smoker, big man. I really appreciate it. Uh, Use it well, Roberto. I already did. Thank you. Good. Good. Beautiful. Um... Today we're making bistec encebollado, or in English, steak and onions, baby. All right, oh, I know you. that's, you're speaking my language now. Yeah. Well done, steak and onions, the way to go. Yeah, baby. This is very simple, easy to make, okay? All right. One and a half pounds top round or sirloin, sirloin steak, about one third inch thick, all right? Coast. I like it thin. I like the steak thin. That's yeah. my preference. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. same here. Right. Well, right. not my carne asada. No? No. Well. All right. Kosher salt, black yeah. pepper, garlic powder, or two minced garlic cloves, two, sta- two tablespoons of vegetable oil, one cube of beef bouillon. Bouillon. Prefer- boom, baby, boom. Yeah. Preferably, I prefer the Nord brand. It's just me, personally, grew up with that thing. One half cup yeah. beer, light or dark. I prefer prefer the dark Modelo because I love that beer. It's always yeah. in my house. I don't know if you can say that, Roberto. Yeah. Oh, no, it's okay. Allowed to. I'm dark. The wokes okay, might no, be listening. White okay. onions, sliced, and some more vegetable oil, okay? You will need two frying pans for this to prepare this dish, one large and one medium. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I, I like it fried. That's oh, good. Oh, yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. All right, season the steak with garlic powder or, or minced garlic, kosher salt, and pepper. All right? Okay. We're going we're gonna to heat two tablespoons of vegetable oil in a large frying pan over medium-high heat. All right? All right. Can Once hot, add the steak and cook for five minutes. That's it. Only five minutes. Don't go long. Five minutes. Exactly. During this time, the meat will release its juices. Ah, it will start smelling. Release the juices. Uh, It will start smelling. ah, It's It's in the Bible. It says that in the Bible. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Add the beer and the beef bouillon. Dissolve the beef bouillon in the beer and meat juice with the help of a wooden spoon. Lower the heat, cover, and keep cooking. While the meat is cooking, heat the other two tablespoons of vegetable oil in the second frying pan over a high heat. Once the oil is hot, add the onions. Stir fry the onion. Ah, oh, so mm. good for about eight minutes until golden brown but still crisp. Mm. Oh. Oh, just a smell of onion being stir fried is one of the best things about being in the kitchen, to be honest. I agree. Yeah. Right. That's solid. <laughs> so yeah. good. Yeah. Add, add the brown onions to the steak's frying pan. Mix and keep cooking for about three minutes. Just enough time to blend all the flavors together. Blend it together. Right. Blend it, blend it ah, good. It's making mm. me hungry. Taste to check if it doesn't need more salt or pepper. Serve with rice and beans, warm tortillas, or some French bread to make a delicious torta. That's how you make a torta. A torta is not a fat girl. It's a torta. It's, <laughs> it's bread. <laughs> it's bread. Not according to the internet. All right. <laughs> yes. Add some of my add some of my salsa that I've given here in this on this show, and uh-huh. boom, you got an authentic biste and cebollado steak and onions, baby. Look at that. Approved by the ushers at Dodger Stadium. Damn by the people right. that work at Dodger Hell Stadium, yeah. they love you. Absolutely. Boom, baby. There it is. Recipe. I'll tweet it out right now. Cooking with Roberto. Boom. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.